0: I'm Josie, and I'm Katie, and this be a something spookish, mm-hmm. a special edition episode. With Chris Whitehouse. Hello, Chris. Hi, How Chris.
1: Are How are you doing?
0: We're very oh good. We're- Better now that you're here.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk paranormal.
0: Oh, it's just our favorite thing. We've been looking forward to, to this about. for months. Because <laughs> I think it's been, um, I think we connected, it was a few months ago. And it's been so, we've so appreciated you kind of welcoming, welcoming us into the paranormal realm and getting been to see. it kind of like a of your guide.
1: Yeah. That's, that was the intention. But then I, I shut down thinking, I'm just pestering these people. <laughs> oh. <How? laughs>
0: <laughs> No, it's been so helpful, and you were a big inspiration for us doing a couple of our own little mini-investigations, including one that we did last night. Oh, really? All oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where was so, that?
1: Queen's Pub or whatever?
0: Uh, the Queen Anne bed and breakfast Anne. in Denver, Colorado. Excellent. Yes, it was uh, definitely not as scary as the places that uh, your team has been to, but it was oh, good. Oh, you blow us the the out of the park!
1: <laughs> You've got to start somewhere, haven't you?
0: Exactly. Oh my gosh. Yes. Well, and that is one of my first things that I wanted to ask you was just, you know, how did you become interested in the paranormal in the first place? And like, also, Chris, uh, Chris, who are who are you? Can you tell us a little bit about you first? Oh, well, is Chris. Yeah, I,
1: Who am I? I I run a team these days called White House Investigations and I've run this team in some form or another since 2011 uh, under a different name but the same people who have come along on my journey. Prior to that it all started when I was about six. I had um, an experience in a bakery that I lived in where I felt my bed covers ripped off me like wafted like a hot night and the cold rushed down me. So I I figured, oh, it's my brother or my mother or whatever. So I sort of look in half asleep. What the hell are you doing? And then there's just this figure stood hovering at the end of my bed, um, like in a gingerbread stance with its arms out to the side, its legs spread, but looked like it was standing on the end of my bed because it was hovering in the air. And my reaction was to scream, nothing came out. So under the covers I went, and didn't come out until it was light. Kept checking You know, through the night. It didn't do anything else. I didn't hear was a sound. Was it still there? I didn't look. Okay. You know, I didn't okay. I didn't look until the morning. My, all I know is my parents didn't come because they couldn't hear me. So yeah, mm-hmm. I hunkered down and then it's breakfast time. I, I jump out of bed. I find everybody. I say, I saw a ghost last night. Yeah shut up Chris every single one you know like no you didn't and I'm like I understand why you wouldn't believe me I'm I'm a kid I remember thinking you're not gonna believe me why would you you know so wow that's that's a really good mindset for a
0: kid even to know that yikes
1: so why it's hard to believe I was interested then but I had nightmares all the time in that house and subsequently met people who lived there after my family. And they all said that was one weird house, had something wrong with it. So that validated my childish mind because I'm talking to a guy in his fifties saying I didn't like it and I was an adult. So yeah, I was like, okay, that's interesting. Going back to when I was a kid, that obviously was a question I wanted to answer. Had I just dreamt it? Had I imagined it in some way? So when I discovered books on the paranormal, I just was immediately obsessed. It was a calling and all I ever wanted to do was to be an investigator, really, you know? It never was gonna happen because I was just a kid, you know? But I thought, that's not really a job, is it? It's a very niche job at that. And so it's it's not a job now, but eventually after watching ghost hunting programs for all of my life up until 2010, And I thought, okay, this is it. I'm going to actually apply now that I'm old enough to go on one. And it was just like really fate, almost destiny. There was one in two weekends time in the village where I lived. And I was like, well, that's kind of asking me to go. So yeah, I booked on that and I took my sister and we thought, okay, we love the paranormal, but we're going to shoot it down. I know know these guys running these teams that it's a business because I'm I'm paying money to go. So they obviously have to provide some spooks, you know, like a Halloween fun thing. We will get to use the Ouija board, it said. I thought, yeah, I bet there's members on the team who are going to be pushing it in a predetermined manner. So me and my sister said, if we sit opposite each other, we will be able to get the feelings off the people either side of us about their guiding the, the glass and such. So, you know, we were going in sceptically, as much as we loved the idea, we were going to disprove it.
0: It's so oh, smart though, it makes it so much more realistic when you have that mindset behind it.
1: Because And I does. love that you...
0: Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> protects you from getting fooled, if someone yeah. is being ing- uh, disingenuine.
1: Yeah, but that wasn't the case, soon enough on that investigation. One of my legs went freezing as I was sat in a, in a circle on chairs. And the medium is like, the, the young child has just sat on your leg, Chris. And I'm, I'm like, well, they haven't, you know, probably. But then I was Wasn't... like, have they though? Why has one leg gone freezing and the other yeah, isn't? It... So I was like, well, that is weird, you know. And it started off like that, little things, which I had to question. And then they'd call a break and I'd say to my sister, I really did feel something on my leg then and then we had a cold walk through me it came to my front I felt my my inner's cool literally my inside organs cold and then my back freezing it walked through me then walked through my sister she I said what I felt she goes I just felt that too
0: oh wow Uh,
1: and then the cameraman of the of the team behind got knocked to the floor so it was a, a triple pass through Wow. So I was like, okay, that that changes everything. What a powerful
0: first experience to have.
1: Yeah. So I went away from that with more questions than answers. I thought, that's it. I need to get hands on more than going with other teams. I befriended that team and I soaked up whatever knowledge I could get from them and then started my own team. Nice.
0: So that was, uh, you said 2010, 2011?
1: 2010, on Halloween it was, 2010 that I went on that investigation. And 2011, I looked at local Facebook people following them and met up with them and said, look, you don't know who I am. You're the biggest contributor to their page. Would you like to um, do something with me? So yes, I met a few investigators, merged instantly with another local team of two people. And and we were off, we were both like five of us or so eager. And um, I would crack out the Ouija board and and the equipment because the other team was all into just the scientific things off it. I was into try anything. If Ouija boards are meant to be so effective, I want to see as quickly as I can, whether that's true. Have relatives come through or whatever. And so, yeah, both teams worked really well together. Instantly, sceptical. But experimental, saying okay, the glass is moving. Let's try doing it with our little fingers, so got less muscle in it. Let's try putting our fingernails on the glass. Move it now, spirit, and it would move around. You can't move a glass with your fingernail. No, you know what I mean. It's too slippery. It's, it just doesn't work. So when the glass was moving as well, we were like, okay, that's that's good. And then we'd just wow. devise similar things to try for the next session, and it snowballed.
0: Wow. Oh, wow. Well, and it's so interesting that a Ouija board is one of the first tools you were exposed to. And I believe it's your favorite tool to use on investigations. But is that correct?
1: Yes, because it gives the, the the most amazing evidence back quickly. You know, no mediums, no word boxes. You just straight talk to a person, you know, I'll be like, I'm going to hold some things up behind my back. And. Spirit, tell me what I'm holding up. Now, I know my team can't see my fingers. So when it says three, I'm like, yeah. Wow, amazing. You know? so That we, is
0: incredible. Yeah. I mean, and obviously, you're... the
1: first time, it's like, okay, that's a, a good coincidence. And so I'd, I'd, when we started doing public events briefly, I would have, in, in a different prison cell, on the location we went to, I'd ask the public, I'd say, you guys hold up some fingers. And they do like different amounts on different hands and they were adding up two people's fingers so we couldn't pre-guess because it wasn't simply well it's going to be one to ten it could have been one to twenty or however they however they did it and the spirits got it right and i was like that's if it's not paranormal it's really good telepathy or something something
0: well and when we were talking before something that really piqued my interest because you communicate with spirits quite a bit in that way but you actually ask like some really awesome questions of like what is it like over there and what are there different stages like what are some of the most interesting answers you've gotten to questions that you've asked from the other side
1: yeah well I'm a bit guilty of of going too much I get, I get a bit obsessed with what is the afterlife like and, uh, you know, are there shops? And you, you know what I mean? You ask really random yeah. questions. And, and um, a lot of the times, in the, in the early days, spirits would then just disappear and go because they were like, well, don't you want to know about me? So I have to, <laughs> I have to get to know about okay. them first. And then I'll say, look, can you just do me a favour? We build up a friendship like that. Um, but as, our, as for asking what is the other side like, they all say that reincarnation is is a truthful thing that life on earth is um, a lesson which we use to attain a greater level of spiritual enlightenment on the way to becoming a a being of pure light and when you become a being of pure light you're then able to almost be a guardian angel come down to earth and guide people now many people on earth if you ask them have had guardian angel experiences or they've been pushed, coerced, by people who were there one minute and disappeared the next. So it all kind of checks out. Now, when I started to get the answer, reincarnation's a thing, I thought, okay, you think reincarnation's a thing, but what about next week's spirits? What about next month's spirits? So sometimes I'd say, the spirits say that, X, Y, Z. Now I'd put in the information out there. So I'd mix it up, I'd say, okay, spirit, Describe the afterlife to me from scratch, you know, oh, wow. and that's say Reincarnation is a thing you're eight lives on earth, meaning there's seven times you reincarnate and that's your eight earthly lives. And we'd, she'd go, we'd go around and say, you Chris are level six. So am I, I am on my sixth life. I have two more times on earth. I can have them when I want. I don't have to die and then come back. I can be over there for indeterminate amount of years and then come back, you know? I can choose in what form I come back. Do I want to have a go at being disabled? You know, do I, that, that would obviously give you a different worldview. Do I want to be a different gender? You know, there's all sorts of different options. It's a, it's a school on earth and that's why it's hard.
0: And this oh. is an answer that you've gotten, you said from multiple spirits. Yeah. Across the time that you've been investigating.
1: Yes. I've never had no. one say no that's wrong
0: really and i said
1: what what level you on and they've said oh three and now this spirit three third level might be mourning the loss of her daughter let's say we've had something like that and it gets confusing because the daughter the 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 mother's still stuck on earth because she's refused to go back because she lost a daughter the daughter however has died herself and gone back and he's back on earth in her next incarnation level up. Oh. And so you, you can sort of lose track of each other. If you, if you think of like the afterlife as the real state of being rather than the living being the real state of being, it's like a, a waiting room, isn't it? You go over there and that's where everyone is. And they, if they're not there, they've popped over here again to live.
0: <laughs> when you describe the afterlife being that way, it's an answer that I love to hear. It I sounds kind of, of ideal. Yeah. I would love to know that there's a predetermined number of times I have to go through this. Eight sounds pretty good. That sounds like enough. Can you be tied to other people during those reincarnations and, you know, do you get stuck? Because that's part of my question with the ghosts is if you know there are reincarnations and, and they know while being stuck here on Earth in that form, that there are these other levels and other times that they go, you know, why do they choose to stay stuck? And They maybe... don't
1: remember that, that the other side is how it is, that's the problem. You Obviously, gotta learn still. we would be sat here and I would be able to tell you all the previous six lives I've had. Obviously, that would be just baffling. So they wipe you. You come back, because your body, it, what you inhabit is clean, it's, it's empty of, of memory. Get it? So, it's a clean sheet, what isn't the- it? You know? But the
0: ghosts, but when you die, you remember. But the ghosts also die, need to
1: learn, right? Not been back yet, have you? You they're mm-hmm. like you say, they're stuck. They haven't been to the afterlife yet. They're here still. Mm-hmm. So yes, they're in spirit, but they're like, What's going on? Right. You know? And so we'll go on and say, Do you want moving over? You know, and if they do, we we picture a doorway for them. And they'll say through the Ouija board, oh, hello, on, that's my friend so-and-so come through to collect me. And then the next thing you know, vroom, it's definitely silent. And you're like, hello? Hello? No one wow. more. Wow. And, like, someone... oh. and they're gone. And have gone.
0: So your team has had a chance to help spirits move on?
1: Yes. Not in a way that I would say, oh, yeah, we know what we're doing. More in a... In a they, they call one of our friends the green man. And that always indicated... We want him to cross us over now. All we're doing is like imagining and saying, "Okay, spirit, can you see a light?" We're all going to think of a light opening up in your on your side, so we're not seeing anything. Kind of imagination, but intention and the power of belief and intention is everything in the paranormal. You know, it has power. <laughs> yeah, um, and so it seems to have worked. I I don't understand how it does. Okay, but we're we are all a vibration everything on this earth is an energy it's a vibration and so that's what a spirit is also so if you could, thought is a vibration so if we're all channeling together we're going to create a doorway they say yes i can see it you're like good <laughs> i mean i don't know how but believe you, yes. yeah on. move yeah, on because so, wow. it worked once other spirits would start to spell green man and we're like oh we get it we know what you're saying you want side to to move you over and they're like yes
0: so wow. they, so they, so you get the words green man on the Ouija board when they yeah. want to move on.
1: It's a code. You end up with shortcuts. You know, you understand quick hands. Like, oh yeah, I know what you mean. We've been here before.
0: Wow, so, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, um, we don't really investigate with Sai that much anymore. So I've kind of done it since, and he has much more energy than me. You know, some people just seem to create activity really well and they make Ouija board communication amplified. You know that when they're on the board, you're like, okay, it's gonna be a good night.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. now,
1: I, I don't have that. It's there's every chance that it could be gabbles when I'm running it. But I have a couple of people who are like, okay, the radio station's gonna be well-tuned in tonight. You know, uh, they just have that extra energy. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Well, and Josie and I have not tried the Ouija board, you know, since I, I was a kid. I know Josie's never tried it. And when I we know, were but initially it, talking to you, we had well, a lot of back and forth about, Is damn, it are you whisky the Ouija board? You sure are, Chris, but it sounds like you've encountered so many good spirits and benevolent spirits that it, it definitely sounds worth it, but surely you've encountered your fair share of either nasty things or entities or... Th- I don't know, something pretending to be nasty, or have you had any of those?
1: Yes, and when they come through, they might throw the glass off the table, and it's like, all right, we don't want to speak to you either. But how, you know, how? what's the point of being scared? If You have the power. If you don't like what it's saying, let's say it says I'm going to kill you all, you take your finger off the glass, you go, well, you can't know. You know?
0: It's not one of the one of the rules is you have to say goodbye, isn't it?
1: To say goodbye at the end when you're closing the board down, not every spirit. You sw- Yeah, you got yeah, it's nonsense. In fact, I would go as far as to say there's some times we've not closed boards down because we've forgotten. Or we've been rushed out of somewhere. And nothing bad has happened. No. Twelve years and I have not see- witnessed any of the bad vibes that you hear about that the exorcist is probably to blame for i know people have bad experiences but that's their mindset going to the board they go to fool around they go to really be disrespectful and they get what they ask for we cut we sit down and we say now spirits i want to talk to you in a friendly respectful manner we come with respect we have given up our time if there's anyone who wishes to come forward please do Otherwise, you don't have to. You know, I can't force you. And yeah, if you couldn't get one through and it starts effing and jeffing and swearing at you, you get swore in real life. You don't run really away screaming. It's like, look, come on. If you don't want to talk, move on. You have to stay in control. You've got to have that mindset of, I am the nice person. You can be an idiot, but we'll also not talk to you. We'll wait yeah. for you to be exhausted and go, right, next. Anyone, anyone nice? And then what you'll get is that nasty spirit will come back and say, oh, it's me actually, sorry, I'm, uh, I'm 20 and I died and I was just messing about, as you would. Who wouldn't? Yeah, really? Yeah. So shocking. As I said to you it's, before, it's so were, interesting. If you're a bunch of kids messing around, it's the first time that you get some aggression on that board. You're going to freak and you run and you don't get to the bottom of it. You go away with the wrong, you know, you've been pranked by the dead.
0: And if I you can see, see that fear, they're going to want the fear and want to make yes. more. But if you uphold your, your energy, which is a lot more powerful, Paul, in my opinion, then no, you're right. you can control the situation. Yeah. Ah, but well, but egg on my face, no, wait, no. But what about this? What about things that aren't spirits and we don't know what they are? And I guess we can call them entities but ones that are tricksy in a different way where maybe they'll pretend to be someone nice to gain your trust so that they can start you know wearing getting people emotional getting people to trust them so that they can wear down your defenses and like maybe attach to you or you know whatever it is that very scary things do the things that we're most afraid of you know getting attachments it sounds like your team hasn't had any of that but that that's the fear is that something will either trick you or is so powerful that it doesn't matter what you do if you say goodbye or not it's still gonna attach to you and harass you and you know that's the fear
1: it's not that we haven't had that we have we've had at least two people think they have an attachment one attachment came from a an abandoned farm and my friend Jane, who I'm talking about, she's an urban explorer. And when she was falling through a dilapidated wooden floor, she felt the spirit, her attachment, catch her and what? save her. So she's like, hands went round my stomach as I was falling through this floor and stopped me. And so she's like, that's not a bad thing to have around. Thank you very much. You know, however, Lucy and my team, when we did some summoning, just to try it out, pushing our luck. Yes, her life did take a a gloomy, shady aspect after that for a few months. And we got it sorted. But it wasn't threatening. It wasn't it's not, you know, you wake up and you're carved up from demonic whatever, carvings on your body or something. It
0: just Well it that's isn't where like I draw that. the
1: line. It's not like that. It's not Hollywood.
0: Yeah, can. okay. We, that's we go.
1: Good. We go asking for the Hollywood. You do your best. Show me a miracle that shouldn't happen. That was what I want. You know? I don't run for that. I run away. I look don't, don't provoke. I'm asking, you know, please give us some sign. Give us a good big ban. We might jump. But it'd be wonderful. And more and more recently, the spirits know we're coming. Because as soon as we're thinking about coming, they say, Yeah, we, we're expecting you. And so they finish, they answer your questions sometimes before you've even finished asking them. You think it and I get halfway through my question and they'll answer it. I'm like, thought, you know, thought's much quicker than my physical mouth and they know what I'm thinking. So I'll say, check my intentions, see that I'm pure and meaning you no harm. And it builds a trust with them, whether it's good or bad. You know, it's, and, and. I don't, I'm not sure if I believe that protection works as you might imagine it does, but I think you should always do it because psychologically, the power of you believing in it psychologically, like a switch, as I said to you before, you switch protection on at the beginning, you switch it off at the end, it must makes you feel calm, it makes you feel in control, and as you say, it's all about mindset, so yeah, I just feel in control all the time, and that's my job in the team is to be the one that doesn't freak out because then fear would spread. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm the one going, everyone, calm down. I'll, you know, we'll talk to this demon. Okay, Mr. Demon, why are you, why have you come to this mill on a Saturday night? You know, it's pathetic. I'm like, that's ridiculous. You know? I would
0: love to go on an investigation with you. You're so, uh, it's I would so feel a lot headed. I think your point is so accurate and that's probably where we get ourselves into. Like a rut, if you don't feel like you have control over yourself or you're like, oh, I've got control, but you can let emotion take you. Maybe you're not the person to experiment with that, but we are a lot more in control than we think we are. And if we can hone that in, I could see that being really beneficial.
1: Huh. Well, the worst nuisance spirits we've had have big threats, big threats. And as soon as we take our finger off the glass and are kind of ignoring it, nothing happens. So if you, if you're, if you lose your power, you pack up. You go. Simple. You know,
0: Caitlin, there was uh, in one of the episodes that you did. I think it was either Deanna or something. One of those where she just stopped freaking out about the shit that was happening to her, and she was like, "Okay." And yeah, in the Hanover stopped. haunting episode. Yeah, yeah, so she stopped feeding it so much, and yeah. it did eventually kind of start to die out. So you I, it sounds control.
1: like simple. yeah. I mean, they tell you, any, any ghost hunter will tell you, if you've got a spirit in your home and it's scaring you, you firmly but respectfully say, stop that. You're not allowed, that is scaring me. And you just, and even if you're putting it on, there's a, there's a sense of belief that comes with faking it. Okay, you're taking control, you are taking control by facing it down. It makes you feel better, it makes you feel stronger. It's, it's mm-hmm. a lot about your psychology. Uh, if I would say, if you're afraid of using the Ouija board to a, a big extent, don't use the Ouija board because you are going to freak yourself out. I go home and things get warm and then get cold in this house. It creaks, it pops. If I was on edge, that would be me done. I'd be out of there. But I'm yeah. like, I'm like, yeah, that's because it's that ball's near the radiator. And I do get bangs. I want to get knocks on my door in the weirdest part of the daytime, I'm like... Well don't be doing that now. three hours the other night I was asking for activity and nothing happens. Now you come. I'm like, sod off.
0: <laughs> Now's not the
1: time. You know, I'm in control.
0: That's I think that's the biggest difference from what I'm hearing is you do. You you feel in control, you believe you're in control, and it sounds like you have actually seen that be effective. So I think that's the key to if you're going to be investigating anything and opening up yourself to any of that, you have to, you have to have an idea of that. And I think having someone like you on on a team would be very grounding, very helpful. And um, the medium we were with yesterday, Sarah, that's a lot of what she was saying too. Is she said you you have to be grounded before you go in there. You can't be scared. Mm. And but it's easier said than done. Because uh, I don't know if your team, so you do the Ouija board. I don't know if you do other, are there other tactics you use as well? Like uh, instruments going through dark spaces or is there, are there other things that you guys find really useful?
1: Yeah, we'll t- we'll try anything. We have the usual meters, the K2, Gauss meter, dictaphone. Um, We've tried Estée's method a lot recently. We will try things, but... I think everything that we try, we're like, well, this isn't going to work. You know, a lot of equipment is, is made to trick you into thinking it's a spirit. In my opinion, these opinions will be divided about the SLS stick camera. But when you yeah. actually, when, when you, if you actually research how does the Kinect camera work, it debunks the whole ghost thing. First of I all, know. It's looking for humans. So it's going to portray a stick figure because that is its job. And when it can't detect a real stick figure, it says in the instructions in the, in the making of it, it will just throw a stick man up there because that's what it's supposed to do and hope that a human walks in and it, it can map you. So, so okay. it's like, well, that's flawed then, isn't it? Oh, look, it wasn't there mm. before. Now there's suddenly a spirit. Yes, because that's the Kinect game thing doing its job.
0: Interesting. You know, I could see that, and and I and the science has always been above me. I found I've always found the SLS camera to be so fascinating because I'm like, it seems like it's seeing something that I can't see. But how is it seeing it? How is it like? What is it that it's mapping? And and so because what, I don't understand, I just accept it.
1: That camera is made to map things it can see. It's not meant to map invisible things. So if it's mapping something, you should be able to see it, right? And you can't. So it's like, well, it's not. That's obviously not what it's doing. Then it's just throwing up a stick figure because there isn't anyone there. Huh.
0: But they're strange because sometimes it is. I don't know. That it's compelling though. It looks compelling. I'd it's love to believe it, it too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I just
1: say uh, you read the instructions of how it works and you think, okay. I know it's fun to believe in it, but I, need, I like to have double things. When I use the Ghost app, which is, I think, an app, that's got to be flawed. So I'll use it in tandem with the Ouija board, and we've had, like, Jennifer spell out, and Jennifer comes through at the same time on the app. So even though it's an app, I'm like, well, that's a coincidence that I haven't got any control over. So I'm saying it's more, even though the app's trap, I'm saying the, the spirit can influence that.
0: That's a good way to test that. Yeah. That's genius. You can get into two separate mediums.
1: Because you could say to me, okay, Chris, you're pushing the glass to Jennifer. How do I make Jennifer come up on an app? Right. So you need backup information, don't you? As I we say, need a lot, lot more skeptical. tools, Caitlin.
0: I know, we do like the app. We didn't use it yesterday because we got we we were spooked. Mm. I know, we're we're, we're still scared of cats, but that yay. Hey. We went into a dark, spooky basement, and yeah. we walked around, and uh, sure that, did. The house? Yeah, it was it exciting. was it, it was really interesting. The first place we went into uh, of this basement, we did feel like we contacted a child. Okay. Who, Kaylin? You should explain this, and then I'll explain the other one. So, and the only so the tools we had we had an an. EMF detector with the lights. Right. Josie had a recorder. And our our friend, the medium, Sarah, she had a pendulum. And I'm glad she had that because that's pretty much the only way we got any communication. Yeah. There was one time where I was by myself in one of the rooms in the basement because it was sectioned off into probably like four parts. And there was one time where I was by myself and it had not flickered. Once at all, the entire time, and all of a sudden it jumped up to yellow, and jumped up to red, jumped back to yellow, and then went down to green. And I was like, "You guys, you guys! I swear, just did something. I promise." And I wasn't filming it because I'm a novice. But later, when we sat down in that room, and Sarah was using her pendulum to ask yes or no questions, I asked, "You, you know, please, 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 will you do that again?" And it was like, no, and I'm like, did you do it on accident before? And it said, yeah, like, basically it sounded like the spirit did not mean to make it go off. It got too close to me trying to get past me, but it doesn't, didn't like being seen, and so it's not coming near the EMF detector again, which was really interesting. The next set of questions we asked were, you know, are you okay? And Mm. it said, no. And The rest of the questions we asked were, you know, are you, would you like to move on? Yes. Do you know how to move on? Can you move on? No. Are you being trapped here? It said yes. So uh, that's when we went to the, because it was two buildings next door. We were in one basement and then, Josie, you guys went into the basement in the other house. Yes. And you did not go because you're good at listening to your body. Yeah, I, I like, get stopped. Yeah. My body will stop me um, sometimes, and I didn't think it was going to happen last night, but I was like, oh, I really want to go, but I I, I can't I can't go any further, so you guys mm. had to go without me. So we, so what did you guys find? Headed on down, and there was... she. We thought that the more negative energy was over here because we also asked that in the other spot, and we like, do you transfer back and forth? And it said yes. So when we went down there... It was a little bit heavier, and there are these tunnel systems that would connect to other old, really historic buildings in the city that were boarded up, covered up, um, and as we got closer to the tunnel system, super heavy energy, and we had the lights on. We were asking, or the meet, Sarah told us that she thinks that that's where the murder, there was a double homicide that occurred there, and then there was another room, and she's like, that room's kind of unpredictable. So as we're, we, we, we just felt the energy, we decided to go back up and then she turns the lights off and we're like, "Hush." we walk back through one more time? Which is horrifying in the dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I ended up going into this other room about to step into it. And so she asked if we could go in and it said yes. And then really heavy energy. She asked if there was anything or male- malevolent, evil, malevolent? some sort of negative oh. energy. Mm-hmm. And it said yes. And then the energy got super heavy. So we were like, no, no, we got to go. We got to leave. And as I, w- I did have my recorder and as she asked that, we did get a lot of taps on the microphone as we were leaving up the stairs too. We were kind of like gently yeah. running. <laughs> yeah. And no, uh, you could like hear you the taps kind sort of follow long. us. But yeah, we were only down there for like a minute. Yeah, well that's occurred.
1: good. It reminds me though to you know to test your equipment when you're not investigating first because you should always do baselines. I don't know if you went around the area with your meters before you started. No, cuz we're because, so <laughs> well, Exactly. You could be talking to um, a fuse box. Do you know what right? I mean? It's like you as a team we go around and we a checking before we start, we're not opened up, no protection. And we put little red squares on the floor of paper where the thing goes off. Oh, oh yeah, there's a plug there. Oh yeah, there's a Wi-Fi router there. So everyone then knows to ignore those standard house things. Mm-hmm. And with a dictaphone you should you should record, leave it recording in your room where you're recording now, perhaps, for half an hour through the day, review it, and if you get taps, there might be something internally wrong with the dictaphone, you know what I mean? You need to know, well, this should not, this does not normally happen. Yeah. You know, I hear ghost hunters and I go on like other investigations and I'll I'll say, well, what did you get on the baselines? Oh, we didn't do any baselines. It's like, well, we're investigating now. Yeah. Too late. Now we don't know uh-huh. what that is. That could be Wi-Fi or anything.
0: Yeah, that's you know, a great point. That's just a pointer. Yeah. No, yeah. that's that's absolutely very important.
1: Yeah, and all, we had all my equipment, I, I do that at home. I, I, I put torches next to the TV for an hour or three hours. They don't come on. Take on an investigation. It comes on. You're like, I know that shouldn't happen.
0: Yeah. Exactly. I don't want to test it in my closet. I don't want to yeah, put no, it. I don't want
1: to. You'll play it I back and there'll be some demon voice. Won't there? No, no, it's
0: exactly. yeah. <laughs> not we, we don't, don't want to know. We don't want to know. Exactly. It could be nothing. It could be totally fine. It's got to find a safe um, place to test it.
1: Yeah. Now you know that it get, you've had taps on it, you need to try and find out if... I know. We... Yeah,
0: we didn't think... We we say
1: we didn't get anything because we were not
0: sure. And we were like, hmm, this... We lap, thought it was the, new that we our got Our previous taps. investigation, those seemed more legit. This... I don't know. But I, I will say I think we went in more so trying to get a good read on like how how do we feel? Like what are some of the signs yeah. that we can pick up on ourselves physically? So that was that was interesting. And then to have a medium kind of like validate, oh, yeah. you're like, I don't know. And she's like, No. Okay, great. Let's go.
1: Yeah. So it's that yeah.
0: that was That was interesting. I don't think we got a lot of solid evidence though. Did you um, do a pendulum yourself? No, no, well, I want to, but I, we did not have the pendulum, so Sarah was doing the pendulum work.
1: Hmm. Because I think that's um, something that you would, you would like to, to try. I
0: want to, yes. That's my next you have step.
1: You have to get your own one, don't you? You have to get your own personal crystal. Yes. Yeah.
0: Josie, guess what? I love smoothies. Did you know this about me? Oh, this I did. Oh, good. Well, I used to make them every day for years before I'd go to school or work. I felt so good, so nourished, so ready for my day, but eventually I had to stop because my bulky blender was such a hassle. But now I've gotten my smoothies back and that's because of the BlendJet 2 portable blender. BlendJet 2 is portable so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. BlendJet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. Lasts for 15 plus blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, BlendJet 2 cleans itself, Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. With over 30 plus colors and patterns to choose from, there's a BlendJet 2 to complement just about any style. Right now, I'm enjoying the Seafoam Green BlendJet for my mornings. And I like to rock the black marble print because it makes me feel like a badass. What are you waiting for? Go to BlendJet.com and grab yours today. And be sure to use the promo code SPOOKISH12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the BlendJet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with a BlendJet 2 portable blender. Go to BlendJet.com and use the code SPOOKISH12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. Chris, something else we did want to ask you about is, it sounds like you have recently released a book. We had no idea you were writing a book (laughs) and you really kept it under wraps. So, (laughs) congratulations, first of all. (laughs) And uh, when did you start writing?
1: I actually wrote it last Christmas and then I, I gave it to my sister, a teammate for just like you know give me some feedback and to be fair she is a a better writer than I am I just splurged it out and then my sister Becky tidied it up and she's got a life you know she's like doing one (laughs) chapter a month so here we are like a year later she's done it and then my friend did the cover it was just a little joint effort between friends and um I commented on write-ups that I'd done over the first 10 years, which are on my website, I dictated the whole Ouija board night, the evidence I got. And you can see the skepticism in my write-ups from the beginning, you know, trying to say, can't be, can it? It must be something else. You know, really skeptically challenging myself. Whereas um, nowadays I'm much more open and allow myself to go. Yeah. Okay. Spirit. That's what you say. I'll take your word for it. And you are a spirit, you know, So yeah, I I took those write-ups, I rewrote a lot of them, commented on things we've learned, I expanded on things we've talked about today, and um, my childhood experiences—basically the first forty years of my life—in the thought area of ghosts. So everything that I pondered and witnessed. Wow! Put in a book.
0: That's amazing. So if someone is looking to get into paranormal investigations, would your book? something that you would recommend for them to pick up and look into
1: yeah well i'm bound to recommend it to anyone yeah yeah Yeah, obviously as i say it's it's basically it's basically about me being a skeptic and my journey being taught that i shouldn't be and then there will be a second book because things really amped up once i once i clicked and went okay i believe things just started happening much more convincingly so that'll be my follow-up
0: that's really exciting so once you stepped away from your skepticism which i think is really good that you had and and uh, adds so much more credibility to your findings and your investigations because you are someone who you know wasn't just falling for every sound you heard and every Mm -hmm. very thorough yeah and so now that you are a believer in that realm and and also, with your experience, probably able to deduce a little bit more quickly what is a spirit, what isn't a spirit. But now that you've gotten to that place, you're saying now you're experiencing like a, a greater influx of activity and experiences when you go on investigations, or?
1: Yes. So, for the wow. first 10 years, when you're in a building as you've been recently and you're asking for make a noise now, as the building settles, as the night grows cold, there are little ticks, little pops, those things contract. And that's what I'm used to. So I'd ask the bangs and I'd be going, yeah, that was probably just the roof. But now we're getting like bang, bang, and I'm like, Jesus um,
0: Christ. Lordy. You know
1: what I mean? Like jumping out of my skin, like that is exactly what we just asked for. So that's where we're at now. It's like kind of an unnerving. I'm gonna ask a question and I don't know what I'm gonna get. You know, it's quite cool, really.
0: So it cool. sounds like you're in tune with that. Realm or that dimension more now, and it sounds—it sounds like it's familiar with you too, and it wants you to hear what the they have to say. say. We're
1: doing the right thing. They say, you know, we know who you are. That's the weird thing. We're like, whoa, well, yeah, we know. We know you come in. We know. We know what you've done. You know, we have two spirits on our side now. Oh. Uh, we've got one called Ruth and one called Sam, who, literally are on our side and if we need help they seem to come forward and they they tell us secrets that we haven't told each other so the things that they they come through the board we're like that is so true but i've told nobody and it just makes you wow that's what i wanted that's why i used a ouija board i want the conversation of hey it's your grand do you remember when we went to blackpool and i nearly got drowned in the sea you're like that's amazing you know, and that's that's now what we're getting. Spirit saying the spirit, you know, beings of pure light, and life is ninety percent. Ah, what was it? Ninety percent horrible, basically, and ten percent love, and just oh. just these messages that are coming through. It's just like baffling.
0: Whoa! You know,
1: when people got um, there was a like a terrorist attack on London Bridge in. Uh, down London, yeah. And on that night, we had two of the victims before anybody knew the names come through on our board and say, you know, there's been this attack and we've we died tonight. The next day, you're watching the news, seeing their names come through on it. And it's like, how the hell did we have that come through? Obviously, at the time, we're not believing it. We're taking a pinch of salt. But then when it backs up by a news report, you're like, well, okay.
0: Wow! You know? Wow! I wouldn't even know what to do with that.
1: Yeah, one of my team, who's who's left, was still a friend. She was a nurse, and she had one of her patients come through on the on a night with us, and she's like, "Why? How is your spirit coming through now?" And they died that night, and so we were saying, "Who's my friend Jane?" Saying, "Well, what other nurses are working tonight?" and They would list names of the nurses. Obviously, the rest of the team are just like, I don't know what's going on here. So Jane would say, "Hang on, but Sarah's not supposed to be working tonight." And then the day after, Jane will say, "Sarah was working. She wasn't supposed to be, but she got called in." So you know, what color are the the bed the bed sheets for it? Oh, the pink. Yep. Turns out they were pink last night, and it's just wow, incredible
0: that's so interesting i mean i think that's what a lot of people crave too is like what what more it's just so it's the curiosity really kills some cats
1: (laughs) so any of the negativity that you get for five minutes saying this is a demon you're like i don't care demon just just bring me a nice spirit who's going to tell me something
0: i don't i don't care demon oh man
1: Still, I feel like you have power. to believe it
0: with every ounce of your being, though, and if and if you don't, then maybe you're susceptible to mm. attack. And yeah. um, maybe you gain that confidence over time. But I wanted to ask you about Sam because you mentioned that he's one of the spirits who is working with you guys now. And yeah, I remember you told me the most the most fascinating story about Sam because I had asked you when we were going back and forth about. Using the Ouija board or not. I I because I was like, one of our biggest concerns is that I can't stop seeing stories about um the the Z O Z O demon coming you through. Know, all the say time. It, that's so... I don't know. I don't you know, want to know say it. I'm too scared. See? <laughs> and and so, you know, for that reason, maybe I shouldn't be one to mess around with it because I still have that fear. But it just sounds like that particular demon comes through so often and 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 maybe that's not how you started meeting Sam, but I did. So I wanted to ask you about Sam, but I also wanted to ask you about that demon in particular, because so it sounds like you have seen it come through. But you, like again, you think it's kind of just all a lot of all a lot of fluff.
1: Yeah. If if I if I was dead, and came through a Ouija board, I would be the first person to say that I was Satan <laughs> and that I was going to kill all the participants because it's funny. <laughs> who wouldn't do that? Come on, who wouldn't? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I and was so, yeah. out, like, "I'm gonna come haunt your ass when I'm dead." Yes. Yeah. And so I'm not
1: <laughs> surprised when it comes to the board, You know, if if yeah, Zozo is the real deal, we have had him like twelve times, and I like Zozo. You're welcome to come pull up a pew, come have a seat with us. Pull show a us a what pews. you show us <laughs> what you can do, and it doesn't do anything.
0: Very a lot of talk. I mean, yeah, and people probably don't do that. They're pro- they probably don't invite it to be like, listen, all right, what do you want? Yeah, I just I out.
1: see myself as the leader of the spirits. I'm the I think I I am on your side, guys. Please mm-hmm. take a seat. You know, I'm not afraid of you. I want to be your yeah. friends. You know, whether you're good or bad, I've always had that twisted, you know, dark side to me as a child. I was always into the monsters and the spooky. So I'm like, yeah, you guys are cool. It's the living that can mess you over. So, yeah, if I can get to a a demon to be my buddy, then then I will. Oh, yeah, then you're
0: unstoppable.
1: Yeah, and then on on the flip side, if I get amazing activity because I wrongly befriended a demon, hey, that's what I live for. I want something to be. I like the evidence where I'm like, there's no way you can say that was not spiritual or whatever. Now, the the only downside I've had was when we were in York trying to get rid of demons, in inverted commas, that we had summoned. And spirits were saying, yes, that night you did those silly rituals, you did actually get attachments. And those two demons are this one and this one. And they've been with you ever since. Sam and Ruth got rid of those demons for us. And I remember when we were all holding hands doing Estée's method with a girl upstairs speaking what she could hear through the necrophonic. Her voice changes as she's, she's copying the tone of the necrophonic. And she's saying, get Chris, get Chris, get his eyes. Now, I have a bad eye right now. I've had eye writers for the past couple of weeks after I got to hospital. I instantly got a dodgy eye. Now, not... It's been bloodshot. It's it's got it swollen like it's been you know scratched. But there's no scratch there. I just say that's a coincidence. But you know, maybe w- it's it's a coincidence that a lot of people would be like, "Oh my God, that demon scratched my eye," whereas I'm like, eh, I, had a, "I have a bit of an eye thing," and I've now correlated the two. But I've okay. I've picked those two things out of many things it said.
0: All right. Fair fair enough. Oh, that, that that's a tough one.
1: It is. And I think if I'm yeah. in psychology, the same thing happening to a different person could ruin a life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, I go out asking spirits to show me themselves. That's all I, I mean it. I mean, spirit coming here right now and show on the webcam that I'm getting attacked. You know? I'm willing to be like, that's what I am I'm I'm giving you permission because I all I want to do is show that you're around still. It's a respect thing really. It's not yeah. not challenging them. You know.
0: Shedded you light, just though. want to show well, the, them. Spirits,
1: the spirits did say stop asking to be scratched, Chris. Stop asking to be slapped down the face because it's it's provocative, isn't it? It's, mm-hmm. a, it's sending out a bad intention. Mm-hmm. Like I, I said to you before if I if I meet you in person and said, love to meet you, feel free to slap me around the face. You'd be like, wait, what? had <laughs> a weird I... thing to say. Uh-huh. And so now my approach is, I, I don't mind you doing things to me, but I don't ask for harm. I say, yeah. spirits, show me a good sign. Give me some good information. So I've been taught by the spirits recently not to be provocative like that because it gives the wrong impression. And, you know, I do as the spirits say, uh, you know.
0: That makes a lot of sense. And and with Sam, I think, because it sounds like you have ba- basically a methodology and that it has proven time and time again to come through for you. And with Sam, didn't he start off as kind of an enemy?
1: Yes, and um, we were as guilty of not understanding him. As I talk about when people do a Ouija god messing about and run away too soon, We left. He was threatening the team two nights in York in his house. We'd we'd moved over the home help spirit that was being harassed by him. So we made her escape, causing Sam to be really agitated. What have you done with her? Where's she gone? Sam, we've crossed her over. We've stopped her. You know, we were all trying to be heroic. And so Sam was really annoyed at us. Don't ever come back. I'm going to suffocate you in your sleep. So night, night two, the women who had stayed over the first night were like, we're so tired. We are going to sleep. We can't not sleep. And yet he's saying when we sleep, he's going to try to suffocate us. He's the strongest spirit, far and above any spirit we've ever witnessed yet. And so we were like, group decision is, let's just not be stupid. Let's leave. And so that's what we did. Um, yeah. And then Make came back. Clear. But in the, in the three or four years, before we returned to his house, he would come through practically every Ouija board we ever opened anywhere. Anywhere and that, that was like, "Wait, what? How? How are you here? We're not. We're not even in New York." And he's like, "He's like, you're a whore. You're a whore." He was saying that to all the women, and we were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Why, what's all that about?" Because that's that's how threatening he was. He would he would call all the women whores. and he, he raped this woman who we moved over. He was a horrible man. But he was like, No, in my time, I owned them. That was the way, you know? And he's like, oh, Okay, it's difficult. We try not to judge you, but by our standards, it's despicable. But right. he was like, No, that's what you were allowed to do. That was what he was trying to say. It was a difficult one. Yeah. He had very much different values. We'd walked into his home move somebody over no wonder he was annoyed with us who were we to do that you know and he showed his power
0: he found his power
1: by coming through and saying hey i'm here again i'm with you all the time do not come back do not come back but we had a friend spirit called ruth a lovely soul religious calm and she would take sam under control at least that's what she said and they would tussle when you're doing a, Sam came through, Ruth would come through, and there'd be this tussle on the board where it was like, you fight, well, you're fighting over. We can't get any message off either of you. And when we went back to Sam's, we said, look, Sam, we are back. We know we've rattled you in the past, but over these past years, you've given us such amazing evidence that we have nothing but respect for you. We've actually come to think of you as a friend of the team and he softened and he said thank you i accept i accept that you know i i i don't hate you as much as i did in fact i'll go as far as to say that you two have got demons attached to you from that night you did the stupid rituals thing and we're gonna me and Ruth are gonna help get them off you and that is what happened in the york night too and so now i feel even more empowered With Ruth on one side, Sam on the other, I've got like spiritual friends to say, "Come on, spirits! These are my—I've got spirits friends here, so please come and talk to us." They validate us being okay, and it's the bizarrest thing. As a skeptic, I hear myself saying these things, and it sounds absolute nonsense. But this is how I've experienced it over the past few years, and I—I've just learned to go, "Okay, that's what you said happened." So. You know, until I'm proved otherwise, that's what I go with. So Sam definitely proved that he'd been been to all our houses after the first time. I would walk to bed and I would just feel somebody stood so close to my face in the dark, imposing me. And yet, again, my strength kicks in and I'm like, not now. I'm sleeping. (laughs) Leave me alone. And that that worked. That worked. I would then go to Ouija board later on, and I'd say, "Sam, were you at my house the other day?" Yes. Where were you? Stairs. And and what did I say to you? No one else in the team knows it. What did I say to you? Told me to F off. Yes, I did. Uh-huh. You know?
0: Wow. So I'm
1: like, how how did you know? You know, if you weren't if you weren't there, how did you know? Yeah, it's That's baffling. And I've learned to not question it because it's been proved to me time and time again coincidence has gone out of the, the window well,
0: and I think it well, shows yeah. like just how you have to kind of you have to know how to work with this world in your world and it's very possible to have those connections I absolutely am on board your ship it <laughs> it, it just makes us it makes me want to go experience more and lordy
1: I well, want to be about... friends yeah, we're talking about the worst ones. Obviously, you always get asked, what's the scariest night? What's oh, that? yes. And that that puts like two instances on my list to talk about. What about the other 10 years of wonderful grandparents who I've seen come through to people and say, don't worry, honey, just stay calm, you know? And the the relatives break down crying like, grand, thank you, you know? Oh. And I love your family. I love, I'll come and visit your kids you know, I hope you're all alright, and that's all those messages. You like they don't get asked about; they're boring. Everybody wants right. to know what's the creepiest night you've ever had. So, but I think
0: everybody wants to have the positive experience Ooh. with those. I think more people want to have that experience where your loved one is like, "Hello," we, yeah. but we want to know about the crazy, fucked up parts. Yeah, It's, it's, it's just all right. Yeah. Oh my god, it's gosh. the morbid curiosity. But you're right because you've had. It sounds like, would you say, like 99% of your interactions have been positive.
1: Yeah, it's it's such a rarity to actually have a bad thing ride out. And they quite often disappear because even they get tired. You know, it goes in phases. We ask for the strongest spirit to come forward. And they might have a quarter of an hour talking. And then they're gone Mm
0: to energize.
1: And then you have somebody else. Is anybody else come through? Boom. Different glass movement altogether such so lovely dancing circular motions around the board and you're like okay so that's you is it andrea when you learn it's andrea so then when a new spirit comes to the board and i have a little section of my board which says new spirit so the check goes over that so i know Ow. spirits have changed because we, we we found that was too confusing in the early days you never knew who you were actually talking to now i've got a i'm out of here goodbye and so then you see, you see this glass. I know when Ruth comes through, I recognize the glass movement. Oh, you know? wow. But I always ask Ruth to, I always, always ask Ruth to validate it by things that we have set up, move in the way, or tell me where we met, tell me what secret you told about me. And when that's validated, I'm like, okay, that is you, Ruth. That's not somebody pretending to be Ruth to get at me.
0: Right. Exactly. Well, and you make your own Ouija boards, don't you? With like you yeah. said, new- and what other things do you have on there?
1: Uh, I have no comment, because sometimes you'll ask a question that they don't want to answer. So, yeah, no comment, new spirit joined. Don't know, you might ask a question, it's simply like, I don't know. Yeah, I have one that just says, hello, because we have goodbye on, so oh, you'd have hello. Yeah. Um, yeah, just bits like that, really. But that's of course, you don't have to use the Ouija board in a... Point to the individual letters because sometimes it's coming through like a detuned radio. It's trying to spell things, but you're like G I Z Z Y. I'm sorry, spirit. I know you've got the energy to move it, but I can't comprehend what you're saying. And so, what we'll do is I'll say, if my body, the board at my chest, is a sheet of paper, I want you to use the plan to write out in huge capital letters what your first letter of your name is. And I'm like, all oh, right, A, yes, I get that now. A, N, D, Y, Andy, okay, Andy. So I'm still mm-hmm. using a board and a planchette, but you're, you're getting through this communication a different way. And do you find that it's
0: your team? So uh, have you had the same team the whole time? Has it changed at all? It's,
1: because It fluctuates, yeah. Mm-hmm. People, people come and go and... The reason you work with the same team for as long as possible is, you know they're not faking it. You know that a new person you don't you don't know, do you? Who's in it for a laugh? And after twelve years, you're not going to have kept up that joke of "I'm going to come and push the glasses. The joke's no longer funny. So you trust your team. You've all been through the same experiences. You have a shorthand. You know, my sister's come on recently after having a child and being at university, so that's been really good. Because she went on the very first investigation I spoke about at the beginning of this. And so now she's back on board. Yeah, just, just even though some people have, have gone on to do their own little teams, I have the same connection with them. I'll get invited on theirs. And it's all, it's a, it's a family of, of friends, you know? Really. And that's so, amazing.
0: And I, I thought it was really interesting how you were mentioning earlier if there's certain people there that night, you know, there's going to be a lot of activity. And- Do you know, is that because they're mediums or if they have special gifts or, or is it kind of hard to tell?
1: Now, none of those people, neither of the two, Sai and Lucy, neither of them would say, oh, I'm a a psychic, I I have gifts. None of them would, but Mm -hmm. there is no doubt that they have an energy that, that allows for better things to happen, you know? Spirits pick Sai out as the green man. You have something about you that will get me to the other side easily. Lucy, you make communication on the Ouija board much clearer. I don't know. It's like, like I would say my character is quite down, not over enthusiastic. Okay, when I talk about ghosts, I'll talk forever, but I'm (laughs) quite a reserved person. Lucy and Sai are both more like stand me on a stage. Hey, you know, I'm confident when they're in the stride, they really give off some sort of energy. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And, yeah. So
1: you can sort of tell that they're a little bit larger than life, I'm gonna say. Larger than life. And I think the, the spirit seems it. to feed off that.
0: That definitely helps.
1: J- but it's not Jilly, a choice to make, is it?
0: No, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like it is. I'd be really curious, Josie. I feel like we should try. Oh, we should definitely try. To Ouija, you're, you're or open, open to, to Ouija. now? I know. I've been at the Ouija
1: first, no. Just go. You don't have to. board first. There just do a board. I'm open. A board, and you know you're not doing a Ouija board uh-huh. because it's just yes it's just no. a
0: board. It's just a board. yeah. It's just but yes. So and it's just. All I you think need I to can try
1: first. Yeah, it's to get a, the glass three of yes or no. And then that. you're in com- complete control. How can that board say, I'm going to kill you? It can't unless you say, Are you going to kill us?
0: Which we're so not going to
1: ask. I all have the power.
0: I okay. like that. That is a great baby step. Yeah. Yes? No. All right, Caitlin. Amen. You are both stand there
1: going, is it, Are you moving that? Are you moving that? I'm not moving that you know you know Mm -hmm. and then if you want to ask for you know how many spirits are here put a torch on the table say knock against this how many spirits are in the room with us and just say and 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 say thank you for coming and you know but then you won't be able to move to goodbye
0: oh so we should have so you have to
1: say something like look spirits will you will will can we close this board now you go to your place we'll go to ours and, it'll, and when it says yes and if it doesn't say yes you two then physically say we are moving this to yes to, to, to yes so that we can finish we're closing we okay. you know that is when you take control of the glass you say it is being closed spirits yeah done. it's a switch you're switching that switch off in control we're dealing in control. yeah you, you are, are probably, probably the, the best
0: person i know me too i I don't know if anyone has heard our Ouija board episode, but I was highly in denial of using it. Highly. I'm very- Don't do it. Yeah. I know. Chris, God, you're good. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say, I'll say. And uh, yeah, you're probably the only person in the world who could have convinced us that maybe, and with this baby step, this yes, no baby step. Yeah. Try that. Definitely.
1: I'll be down. A little toe in the water. Just for an experiment. And then we're going to fly to London.
0: We're going to go to yeah. the UK and we'll do yeah. an investigation.
1: Absolutely. We'll bring our little
0: yes, no board. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. But Chris, if people wanted to find your book, what is, what's the title and how can they find it?
1: It is only on Amazon as a Kindle version and a paperback version. It's called Into the Darkness, Becoming a Ghost Hunter. So if you search Chris Whitehouse, it should be the only thing that comes up. It's cheap. It's, I guess it's like $6 on paperback, like $2 Kindle. Cool. something and nothing it will go up after okay. christmas so if you're gonna get it get it before christmas
0: get it before awesome. christmas oh my gosh what a great gift Ooh. for a ghost hunter i can't wait or a to check it out enthusiast i know well, i'm very a sample excited for
1: free on kindle so you know what it's like and uh yeah i hope you enjoy it if you do get it
0: well, we're, we're really we're excited it. and chris can you tell us how how else people can find you and follow you and uh see your investigations with your team?
1: Yes, we have um, two YouTube channels. One is called White House Investigations. White House being one word. Generally, if you search White House Investigations Paranormal Group, you'll find us quite easy. Our second channel is called Talking Paranormal, where we sit down in the very much like we're doing now. We just chat to people in the field, which hopefully you will be on eventually. So your viewers need to subscribe to watch you chat on there. And then there's our website where I, my first 10 years-ish, of write-ups are on there that is www.whitehouseinvestigations.co.uk and that's pretty much it facebook you know instagram mm-hmm. uh just yeah. like the usual platforms
0: well i've been we'll on quite a few of you. those and there's a wealth yeah. there's just a wealth of mm-hmm. experiences and knowledge and just boom mind YouTube mm. so you, you kind cool. of fall in through it <laughs> yeah yeah good. <laughs> your your guys's recent two night stay in york was incredible yeah. so i highly recommend people go check out those episodes um on your youtube channel and really i can't imagine any better advice for someone who is maybe got a little bit of experience or thinking about starting to get into para- the paranormal um and i've never felt so prepared with my first steps so <laughs> i'm glad that we we've done a couple and then when we go again i feel like you know we're gonna do our baseline we're gonna yep. have our little board uh yes. i'm gonna use my we're gonna little be pendulum. In control.
1: pendulum. we're gonna
0: be in control yeah. we're gonna be hella in control mm. hella <laughs> that's
1: it if you're uncomfortable you choose when to walk away
0: yeah i love that and i, I you know that's something that's really not said a lot and this it, i i think it's really powerful really powerful and thank you for having gone through everything that you've gone through, I'm happy that most of it's been positive, but even having to learn the lessons that you've learned along the way, I think this this type of mindset is really beneficial for the community. So I thank you.
1: No, you're welcome. Absolutely. It's, you know, I, I look forward to you finally, one day doing the Ouija board and having some of the wonderful experiences that I've had.
0: We're gonna let we'll you, let you know. know. We promise, oh, yeah. Yeah. you're in the loop.
1: <laughs> You're in the loop, Chris.
0: Well, the and we can't wait to see uh, your future investigations and your other book after this. Book. Just so many things. Yeah. You I know you've got so much going on. We can't wait to yeah. see what you do next and we are really appreciative that you've kind of uh, taken us under your wing so that we could learn from totally your welcome. all your experience.
1: Yeah, it's a great podcast, you know. People need Thank to you. people need to share it further. I do I do my little bit and uh, yeah. Just everyone go tell your friends.
0: Ah, oh, we appreciate it. Thank but you. Josie, if I were to find you, I'd find you on Instagram at something spookish. That's and where that I would be. That's where Josie would be if you wanted to find her. We would love to hear your paranormal stories if you uh, write to us at spookish at com. Please go check out Chris Whitehouse's book. Go check out his YouTube channel. Check out their Instagram. Please, if you have any interest in the paranormal, which you do because you're here. Because you're here. Josie, until next time. Oh my, please. Uh, Stay spooky. So spooky.